Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Let's talk about something that uh, actually is a little bit more intelligent than our government, and that is a conversation about the North. What is really going on with Iran, with Hezbollah, with Russia? Why is Israel um, removing a lot of its own citizens from the region? What does this mean in terms of this global conflict? Dr. Ayal Pinko, he's a former senior uh, in the intelligence office and a senior research fellow at the Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies. A very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Thank you very much and good morning. So the, there's no doubt that there's a lot of conflict and, and a lot of going on beneath the surface, as, especially in the north with Iran. We've seen American uh, troops moving into the area, clearly as a sign to Iran and maybe Russia, that uh, this is not, this is being taken seriously. Now we're seeing Israel moving uh, some of its, its uh, citizens from the area. What is really happening here? Yeah, um, as you said, this is not um, this is not an issue only between Hamas and Israel. Even you know, even even the attack, the brutal attack that was made by Hamas two weeks ago on Saturday, was made by not only by Hamas but also by Iran. We have videos, footages showing that among the uh, the attackers, the terrorists, the Hamas terrorists were also Iranian speaking Farsi. So um, and this is, uh, from the beginning, was an attack that was made and planned by both uh, sides and also executed as well, both meaning, if I may say. Mm. And uh, when you see the tension in the area, you understand that Iran is playing, uh, as Iran uh, was played for, for many years, uh, with proxies, which means that Iran do not engage directly soldiers uh, or let's say a lot of soldiers uh, in this kind of conflict, they are using proxies organizations such as Hamas, such as the, um, the, the, the militias in Iraq, such as Hezbollah, such as the Houthis in Yemen, in order to engage and in order to, to, you know, to perform what they want to, to achieve. So Iran is trying to push over and maneuver this uh, region in order to, to go into a regional war. Which means the starting with Hamas now goes and now now going to Hezbollah and trying to push Hezbollah to hit and to attack in order to create chaos and uh, and fear over there in the, in the region. Uh, while by the way, uh, if you remember two or three days ago, uh, even the Yemen Houthis mm-hmm. launched uh, mm-hmm. a, an attack, a massive attack with missiles from the south uh, towards uh, Israel, uh, which missiles were stopped by the American Navy. So uh, this is really uh, a play on a chessboard in which Iran uh, moves her, uh, uh, her tools on this board in order to, uh, to create uh, the, the effect that it uh, wants. So Israel understands that well. Uh, Israel do not want, doesn't want to go into, into kind of this conflict because it means it really be a hard conflict. Um, and that's the reason, by the way, that uh, the U.S. Navy sent his ships uh, in order to, uh, you know, to deter and to, to, to bring here the, the sign that's saying we are here, don't, uh, don't engage any kind of, of attack because we will interfere in that. Mm. And um, the learning the, you know, running on, on our uh, scratches and blood 
the results of the attack uh, two weeks ago, Israel is evacuating um, uh, the, the cities and the kibbutz, what, as we said, the small villages over there in the area in order not to uh, go into position once again, like it was two weeks ago, that uh, 1,500 Israelis were butchered and raped and, you know, terrible sights mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. So this is the reason that Israel is evacuating the, the cities there. Do you think there's a recognition, and I asked our guest earlier about this, that perhaps Israel and the United States have erred in not being more aggressive with Iranian nuclear capability and um, and development? The, the situation in which Iran will have or already has a, a nuclear weapon, this is from uh, the point of view of the state of Israel is something that uh, Israel cannot bear. Mm-hmm. Mainly because you see what was happened two weeks ago. Uh, uh, Israel uh, with the, the Iranian regime, uh, I will say even the Nazi regime of Iran, mm. um, will to, um, uh, or willing to destroy the Israel and to, uh, and to delete the Israeli uh, nation. So uh, we understand that the nuclear weapon uh, in the region uh, will do things totally different or bring a situation to be totally different, the ability to deter with nuclear weapon as Iran will do. And now they can send Hezbollah and Hamas, uh, you know, with much, much less fear. This is a terrible situation in which Israel and, of course, the U.S. cannot bear in this situation. We must understand that um, this is not only Iran. There is a, it's a, it's Iran and its proxies, and it's also with the help of uh, Russia, so it's a um, it's a whole block, the new block that uh, is is deterring and bringing the threat. It's not only Iran. Mm. Could this be part of the reason for the delay in the ground invasion or incursion into Gaza? Uh, the answer is yes, but um, uh, with a few more words for that. Mm. Um, Israel understands that without ground operation, nothing can be achieved. The reason for that is that all the real, all Hamas infrastructure, ammunition, rockets, missiles, headquarters are below ground. Everything is underground. Especially it's underground below hospitals, kindergartens, schools. You can see, for example, the Shifa hospital mm. in the northern part of the Gaza Strip. Below this hospital, they have five floors underground with a lot of ammunition and, mm. uh, uh, and whatever they have over there. So the only way to do that is to take down the hospital. Israel do not uh, bomb hospitals uh, because of the sensitivity and the human life that are over there. So... You cannot take out uh, those tunnels. The only way to take those tunnels is to go to operation, ground operation, in order to conquer them and to destroy Hamas. That's yeah. that's the that's the that's the doctrine. That's the log- operational doctrine. Right. But with the saying that, we do understand that uh, if Israel will go to this uh, kind of operation first, uh, the, all, the more than two hundred people that are in captive. Uh, in with Hamas, they will be died, they will mm-hmm. be killed, mm-hmm. they will be butchered. So, uh, you know, you understand that immediately 200, more than 200 people will be uh, uh, sure. butchered. Uh, 
What a decision. From the other hand, as, as Hezbollah uh, already announced and Iran on, announced, that any kind of this operation will be answered with an attack from the south, from 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 uh, Yemen, and from the north, from Syria, and from Lebanon. So Israel understands that any kind of this operation will cause immediate uh, escalation in the region. Yeah. So it, it's a huge conflict and a huge dilemma uh, whether where to go here, here or there. But yet it, it was going to happen and now it hasn't happened. It, it, it has to still uh, go ahead. Uh, but there are obviously many, many factors that they, they are playing around with. I mean, would, there, would this likely be because there's new information or would it be because there's pressure? Uh, you know, uh, in the Middle East, you can forecast only the past. I am <laughs> um, <laughs> writing that down because that is uh, that is uh, the best thing that I've heard. In the Middle East, you can forecast only the past. I love it. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, that's that's really and it's really like that. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm happy I'm not the prime minister in the, those moments yeah, or yeah. or ever. And I think it's a huge dilemma. Uh, as you said, the forces are over there. Everybody is on a high alert, uh, high readiness. Uh, everybody wants to, to finish this operation and, you know, to go to a peaceful life once again, you know, in between wars, as we say. And um, I, I really don't know. Uh, I think the, the next uh, few days will determine what will happen. And uh, that is where we leave it. Thank you for your very, very interesting insight. And uh, no doubt we will uh, ask you to come back because you give a very uh, fascinating perspective of the situation there. That's Dr. Ayal Pinko, who's a former senior in the intelligence office and a research fellow at the Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies.